Welcome to Lafrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. I wasn't supposed to let you see my face yet. How do you- Please, don't tell them I showed you. How do you look like my mom? Th they'll tell you soon. What does that mean? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you. Y you weren't supposed to know yet. Wait, please! Who are you? You'll know soon. I'm so sorry. Wait, stop! Please! <laughs> no. How is that possible? I can't reach her. The bond isn't working. I can't locate her either. No matter how hard I concentrate. Bond? Keelan can talk to people through bonds and locate them when he focuses. Well, most of the time. There's nothing. I'm reaching out, but there's there's nothing on the other side. That could mean anything, Keelan. It doesn't mean she's- Then what does it mean? Well, you're supposed to have a strong connection with her for it to work. Maybe your connection's just not that strong anymore. What? That's a better alternative than her being dead, right? It has been a while since you used the bond. She's probably completely fine, Kanan. Then why can't I locate her? I don't know. We need to keep going. Kanan, it's getting dark. We need to find a safe place to camp. It won't do Ellie any good if we're exhausted. Or dead. I'd really like to be out of this jungle right now. Not to mention, we don't know how the weather changes during the night here. We might need to build a shelter. You're giving up. Orly is out there and needs our help, and you're giving up. Of course not, Kanan. We're trying to be smart about this. We need to find her, but we also can't do that if we have hypothermia. Or are dead. What if she's hurt? Then she'll heal herself. Come on. I saw a pretty good place back a half mile or so. We can camp there. We're going to find her, Kaylin. I know. I would, uh, offer to hunt for some food, but I am the book guy. <laughs> So maybe Shelby will be more suited. You know, with the bow and arrows. Thanks for volunteering me, Dom. He's right though, Shelby. Your choice of weapon does make you a prime candidate. Fine. I'll go hunt to feed your lazy asses. I'll go with you. We'll get a fire started. Be careful. Aye aye, Captain. Be back soon.
I bet if we head to a higher vantage point, we can see a better place to hunt. You're not going hunting with me, are you? I don't know what you're implying, but... How did you know? You've never really been the hunting kind. And Ellie's out there somewhere. I have to find her. I know. Are you going to try to stop me? As a member of the Guard that has sworn to protect you, yeah. I can't let you leave, Your Majesty. It's dangerous out there, and you can't go alone. But as my friend... As your friend? I say, when do we leave? You can't come with me. Well, I'm sure as hell not going to let you go alone. The team needs you. No, Caitlin. The team needs you. And I'm going to make sure your impulsivity doesn't get you killed. Nix and Dom are not going to be happy. Are they ever? Where are they? Yeah, I'm starving. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? They went after Ali. No, 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 no. He agreed to wait. Right. The love of his life has been kidnapped. But he's going to go hunting and share stories around a campfire all night instead of searching for her. Damn it. Of course. And Shelby, too? Or do you think he ditched her? I can't see Shelby letting him go alone. She may be difficult, but she's a great guard. She knows how important his life is to Lafraisia. Yeah, and he should know it too. He's the king and he's risking his life. Wouldn't you do the same? What? Have you ever loved someone? Of course I have. Okay, imagine their life is in danger. What would you do? I wouldn't... I wouldn't stop until I found him. Damn it, we should have kept going. We needed to stick together. Don't worry, Nix. We will find him tomorrow, and with any luck, you will have already found Ellie safe and sound. He will. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to give up. So neither will we. Orly sat with her back up against the far wall of the cave, hugging her knees close to her body as she struggled to hold back tears when she heard the footsteps. She leapt to her feet, but did not approach the bars. Whoever it is this time, I'm not interested. Just let me go. Hi, Orly. Why am I here? We wanted to talk to you. Who is we? We aren't going to hurt you. I promise. I woke up in a cell after being knocked out and kidnapped with no access to my magic. Just a precaution. We didn't want you to leave before we could talk to you. You know, there are other ways to talk to someone. Walking up and saying hello, for starters. I did say hi. I meant before the whole kidnapping thing. Oh. What's your name? Avery. So, Avery. Why am I here? Who wants to talk to me? You're special. You found your way to Asmar without help. I had plenty of help. Without inside help. Asmar is designed to be invisible. Impossible to enter. But you saw us. You did it. Why are you so interested in being invisible? We did not make that choice alone. There are many islands in Asmar, each with their own important secrets. So you said we're on Kincarding, and that the Lafrisians are on Hull. What island are my friends on? Where did you take me from? Lindau. Are my friends' lives in danger? Yes, but not from us. Then from who? I can't tell you that yet. Of course you can't. 
Can you at least tell me if they're the ones taking the Lafrisians? The shadowed figure nodded. Let me out. Please. I need to save them. They are my people. Soon. I swear. What are we waiting for? Stacia and Brian are not back yet. And they are? Scouts. We need the information they will have gathered. So I can leave when this Stacia and Brian return? You will be released from the cell, yes. But you cannot leave yet. We need to speak to you. About what? I, I have to go. Don't you dare! I'm sorry. Let me out! Damn it! Orly yanked at the bars of her cell, her shoulders screaming in pain as she attempted to force the bars to move. They did not, but she did not stop. She thrashed against the bars, her palms turning red from the friction. Damn it! She dropped her hands to her side and let her head fall forward to rest on one of the steadfast bars as tears streamed down her face. She twisted her head slightly so she could wipe away the tears clouding her vision. When she saw it, the far edge of the cave where the bars met the rocky walls, a hinge. She let her eyes travel along the edge. Another hinge, then another. These were what kept the bars in place, and it would be what released her. Determined, Orly set off to her bag to search for something that could do the work of a screwdriver. Come on. Come on. Dumping its contents on the ground, she pushed them around on the cave floor until she found something that could work. Her fingers gripped the old metallic bottle opener in her hands, and she smiled. Happy birthday, dear. Twenty-one years old. That's a big deal here. Are you ready for your first alcoholic drink? Oh, uh, sorry to burst your bubble, but that ship has sailed. I am a college kid at The Ohio State University, after all. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> we got you one of your dad's favorites. Mike's hard? Really, Dad? It's refreshing! <laughs> okay, I'll drink your Mike's hard. Wait, wait, wait. We have something else for you. You guys really don't have to do that. It's not much, really. But we want you to have it. A bottle opener? You realize Mike's heart is a twist open, right? It's the one I bought the day I found out your mom was pregnant. I ran to the store, bought your mom's favorite drink to celebrate, and this opener. It wasn't till I got home that I realized she couldn't have any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I love it. Cheers. All right, Dad. Time to put this to good use. Armed with the small bottle opener, Orly made her way to the hinges and got to work. Using the thin end of the opener, she did her best to find the fasteners in the dim light. Whether on Earth or a magical realm, one thing was constant. If something can be built, it can be demolished. She got to work, slowly, carefully, finding the groove in the fasteners twisting cautiously so not to slip. But she did, over 
and over. Her fingers were raw from the tedious work. Just as she considered this avenue a lost cause, it loosened. Her heart thumped quicker as she saw the first hinge slide easily off the wall and into her hand. One down. Okay. She gently pulled on the bars, noticing the once steadfast barrier had begun to show some weakness. Orly wasted no time and moved on to the next one. Another twenty minutes and a few scrapes from her knuckles hitting the rocky wall later. The second hinge fell into her hands. The gate creaked as it jostled again. Yes. Okay, come on. Just, just a few more. As Orly continued her meticulous work, sweat began beating on her forehead. She wiped it away with the back of her arm and continued. She had to be out before someone came back. The gate was just off kilter enough to be noticed, but not enough for her to squeeze through. The point of no return. Shit! Ah! Orly's oh. hand slipped, and the edge of the bottle opener sliced into her hand, leaving a small gash. Fucking great! Even in the dim firelight, she could see the blood pour out of her wound and coat her hand. She waited for a moment to see if it would heal, but whatever blocker was keeping her from using her magic was keeping her injured as well. She winced and rushed back to her bag. She utilized her foot, teeth, and her free hand to rip a long piece of fabric off a spare shirt and began wrapping it tightly around her injured hand. Okay, come on, Ellie. Come on, breathe. One more. Just one more. She stuffed the contents of her bag that were splayed across the cave floor back into the pack and slung it over her shoulder. If this was going to work, she needed to be ready. Carefully, she made her way back to the last hinge and set back to work. Come on. I refuse to die in this damn cave. Come on. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, shh, right there, right there. Okay. The last hinge fell into her hands, and Orly carefully shifted the gate so it was still and quiet. She glanced at the opening, just big enough for her to slip through, and without a second thought, she ran. It's getting really dark, Kaylin. I know. We need to eat something. I know. You're not going to stop, are you? No. Yeah, figured as much. Kaylin, shh. I heard something. I don't hear anything. Trust me, okay? There it is. Can you tell what it's from? No. Stay on your guard. Wait. Look. Over there. I see something over there. Don't move. There's something out there. It looks like a village. Kaylin, we will check it out soon, but for now, stay still. She might be there. Well, she still might be there when we take care of whatever is stalking us. Kaylin, I'm begging you to stand still. I can make it. Kaylin! Shelby's call was too late. 
Kaelin had taken off, running toward the village and what he hoped would be Orly. Come on, Ellie, push. Orly ran through the cave in the direction the shadowed figure had traveled. She willed her breathing to remain steady and her feet to stay light. Being caught now would mean it was all for nothing. Her heart felt like it was about to explode out of her chest and like there was no end to these tunnels in sight. But she pushed harder, fighting against the voice that told her to stop, to give up. Her feet moved quicker than they ever had. And that's when she saw light. Seeping out from under a crack in a small door, too dim to be the sun, she determined. Moonlight. Her feet slowed, and she forced her breathing to quiet. Okay. Okay, be smart here, Ellie. Think. Orly inched closer to the door and placed her ear on the smooth wood. A few excruciating moments later, Orly determined there was nobody on the other side of the door. So she readied herself, took a deep breath, and threw open the door. Her feet hit the ground running. It was a dark night, but the full moon that lingered above her head offered enough light so she could see her surroundings. Tiny square houses, a few larger meeting halls, and all around the little hamlet, thick jungle. Her feet began to slow as she struggled to determine a direction. She saw a tall, muscular figure jogging through the jungle's tree line on the far side of the town. Orly quickly found a spot behind a nearby building and watched the figure cautiously. The masculine silhouette jogged further into town. The moonlight was offering just enough light that Orly could make out his features, and her heart soared. Kaelin. He had come to help her. She rushed from her hiding place, and ran through the quiet village toward him. Any anger she was holding on to erased with every hurried step. Kaelin turned to see her, and his face lit up with surprise as she slammed into him, her arms encircling his waist. Oh my god! Kaelin, thank you so much for coming! You have no idea how happy I am to see you. You know I bet on you escaping tomorrow. You just cost me a lot of money. What? Who? Orly pulled back and looked at the figure whose arms held her tightly in place. The features were undoubtedly Kaelin's. But something about this figure, his voice, his stature... Orly's heart sank. The name's Kai, and you're not supposed to be out yet. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, Daniel Young, Adigail Stewart, Emily Buza, Ace Corsara, ML Earhart, Wes Haas, Andrew Morrison, Zach Cipriano, and Lisa Marie Lee. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot, and featured the music of John Bartman and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>